and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what's happening i'm in a, a battle with my modem you're having some issues there's nothing more frustrating because you don't know how to fix it and i don't know how to fix it but there's, you know it's going to cost money for somebody to come out there and fix it it won't though comcast right like i haven't called comcast to have a guy come out or a woman uh, in a very long time. It doesn't cost money. They don't charge you for that. Do you pay extra for the service? For what? Well, they'll, they'll charge you extra, and if they charge you extra, then you get that service guy to come out. Other than that, they'll try and, they'll try and charge you. I don't think so. No? No, no that. not with Comcast. Yeah. Comcast tried to charge you? They tried to, they, uh, for the mine, cable guy to come out? Mine was uh, my satellite. My, oh, uh, that's different. Yeah, because uh, that's direct a satellite. TV. Came uh, out. Yeah, this is Comcast, where you got to call, because here's what it'll do. I'm having an issue, right? I, I changed the wiring up, and uh, so I definitely know that's the problem. But you're right. I don't know. I can only do so much. Yeah. So I, I, I do some stuff yesterday. It works all day for like 12 hours. And then last night, I decide I'm going to go to bed. It must have said, I'm going to go to bed too, and it just shut off. Yeah, like you feel like if it works all day, everything should be Everything's fine. fine yeah, right? all the connectors but are now, all working properly. But then I, got, I get in my head. So I'm like, well, maybe it is still fixed, but we had a pretty nasty storm last night. Did the cable go out? Maybe you got water in the lines, which we joke about here with our telephones. So, yeah, I get that thing, and I know what's going to happen. I'm going to call Comcast today, and they're going to try and walk me through it. Sure, they're going to reset it and everything. I want right? you to stare, stare at the motor. Let me know yeah. when the lights go off. I'm and like, I know, That's pretty cool. You can do that from your office. And I know about the little, the little reset button in the back. The red with one the, under the, the flap, sure. With a toothpick, you got to get in there yeah. and hit it. I, I, I know all that stuff, right? I, I'm pretty good with this because I've, I've spent a lot of years with my cable. Uh, but I just want to yell at the guy. I don't want to do this. Just send someone to my house. Yeah. I want the guy to come. I want to watch his ass crack. I want to see him bend behind the TV. Jingling to the keys. Yeah. You, know, hey, you smell like oil, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's tracking mud in my house. That's the guy I want <laughs> to come tell me exactly the problem I have. Everybody, uh, two for Tuesday. We're going to dive into that. That is back-to-back song, same artist. Also, we're going to find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day today. I can't believe DirecTV actually charged you. Yeah, so because their if, stuff didn't work, and then they charged you to come out and fix it? If they can't do it, because I because uh, I move things around, so if they can't do it from there, like they have everything secured when they go into the house. they got to set a third if, party over but there? If, but if I'm in there and I'm, I'm wiggling wires or moving things around, then apparently something on my end was the problem. So they <laughs> sent somebody in to come and do it, so... Like, they're responsible for what comes into the house. That's what I got out of DirecTV. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, we have Phillies tickets. Awesome. So we're going to be hooking you up with Phillies tickets later on today. Uh, it's going to be Sunday, 7 p.m. game against the Brewers. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be a Sunday night game. We'll have tickets for you. 
coming up in just a little bit. Uh, but this band, I know you um, you found this band about a year ago, and I know you you enjoy playing them. It's on my Pandora, man, and it could just fly because they come on. Did I get some Doobie Brothers and back yeah. to this band? Uh, Steely Dan, fantastic band. Uh, this is Dirty Work. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! F***ing thing sucks! I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for yous. The most trusted news in West Atlantic City. New Jersey on Monday reported four new COVID-19 deaths and 901 confirmed positive tests. Is that true? Can I, can I believe you? <laughs> They call me, they do, they call me the Peter Jennings of West Atlantic City. Uh, yeah, 901 confirmed positive tests marking the first day with fewer than 1,000 new cases since April 4th. Governor Phil Murphy said yesterday he's open to changing the rules on legal recreational marijuana in New Jersey to effectively bar police officers in the state from getting high while they're off duty. The governor's remarks came as recreational weed is set to be sold legally for the first time at a handful of locations starting on Thursday. So cops can smoke up if they're off duty then? No. Well, right now they can. I'm, yeah, this is, makes it sound like they can now. He's oh. thinking about making a rule saying no. Oh, no. Even when you're that. off duty, oh, you can't on, smoke some weed. time off, man. A federal judge in Florida has voided the national mask mandate covering airplanes and other public transportation as exceeding the authority of the U.S. health officials in the coronavirus pandemic. The decision came down by the U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball yesterday. All major carriers right away. I've never seen airlines act this quickly. American Airlines, United Airlines, Delta Airlines, as well as National Train Line Amtrak all relaxed the restrictions effective immediately of masks on planes and trains and automobiles. Well, they were ready for it because they already wrote a letter to Biden and everybody said, listen, can you please stop this? So the second it came down, I'd imagine probably mid-flight they yeah. got word and they just okay. ripped them all off. You're not kidding. So somebody tweeted out they were on JetBlue and I think they just boarded the plane and the stewardess or Stewart got on. And said, take them off. Yeah, that's it, we, we, It just came down. And so I'm sure Biden and the administration will do something to screw this up. But uh, as of right now, yeah, no masks. You got that one person on the plane. They're petrified. Wow. Oh, no. No masks. You know, that's what they're saying. They're saying, if you want to wear them, wear them. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't want to wear them, take them off. Yeah. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Sixers beat the Raptors 112-97. Game three is going to be tomorrow. Flyers, Maple Leafs, that's going to be tonight. Rockies beat the Phils 4-1. 8.40 tonight. They do it again in Colorado. Uh, there you go. That's news. That's sports. It's brought to you by Fromia Party at 3112 Fire Road in EHT. Call Fromia Party at 609-641-2451 or visit them online at fromiaparty.com. It's a lot of money they spent for one run. Don't you think they could be doing better? Bills aren't that good. But I, if you want to listen to the game, yeah. you can listen to it right here at ZXL. I thought they'd be winning like 17 to 16. The Sixers look great though, but yeah. the but the yeah the Phillies no, no 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 good. They covered that spread last night, them Sixers. Yeah, now they got to go to Canada, and that's going to be interesting because they're losing one of their best players. Hey, uh, clouds and sun today, high up to fifty three. Clear tonight, overnight low at thirty eight. Tomorrow for your Wednesday, sunny, and a high up to sixty forty three outside. Right now, two for Tuesday, one hundred point seven ZXL South Jersey's Rock you ever Station. Just shake your ZXL head at your wife. You're like show. I can't even believe you said that. Now, come on, let's let's together as adults, let's come up with a rational idea of what actually happened here. And let's just clean it up. Sure. So uh, so I guess I uh, I still can't really smell. 
since I had COVID, right? <laughs> I hope it never comes back. And I thought maybe I could, but apparently I didn't because I took a load of clothes from the washing machine uh, that somehow had shat inside of it and put oh. them into the dryer and oh. moved them along. Oh, oh, you didn't? Oh, so you never I washed could, them? I washed them, but I couldn't smell. Here, so here's but what. What do you do? If it, and the washer didn't clean clean it? No, it it kind of did, right? But then it gets but, caught in the seal where the uh, where the front of the loader is, where okay. the washer is. All right. So you could obviously see inside that rubber seal there was some old water that actually had the shat inside of it. Oh, yeah. What's going on at your you know, house? I have no idea. So my wife's like, "There's shat in here." I was like. Oh. What? There's, it's in the washing machine. How did it get in here? I was like, I don't know. Only thing I can think of is I didn't shat myself. I hope you didn't shat yourself. I'm going to blame it on the five-year-old who must have had an accident and not told yeah. anybody. So and then it, he, oh, he just uh, throws it in? It happened, yeah. yeah. He's he's missed the toilet altogether. Like he's, it's, <laughs> it's actually hit like the floor and everything else, so he's had like a little bit of an accident. I'll never forget my little guy. I, I, I don't know if he was upset. That we we had just moved into a new house, and I, I don't know if he was uncomfortable, or he was mad, or what. But he actually won, and uh, he was three at the time. He got up out of bed, took his diaper off, which he was still wearing. Yeah, right. So he might have been two. Maybe he wasn't even three yet. Takes his diaper off. Number two's on the floor of his bedroom. Yeah. Puts his diaper back on and gets <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> like. That I, I yeah, that's just spite. That's I grab like a my dog, wife and man, I go, yeah. Yeah. "That's there." Yeah. yeah. Well, my wife tries to blame it on the dog, and I go, "No, no, no, no." no it's a human. There's a gate. Yeah. Oh. Right at his door, I go, "The dog couldn't even get in if the dog wanted to do." Oh that. yeah, because that was your dog. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it was your dog that did it. And I'm like, "No, this kid is spiteful, and this is what he's doing." So I go up. She's cleaning it up. She's like, well, "What do you think happened?" I said, "Well, apparently somebody must have had an accident." Well, grab the kids. So I line them up. Then the nine-year-old's like, "No, I didn't." You know, Maybe it was I, your brother. I, I probably would have known. Funny you should say that, right? <laughs> so I said, "It must have been the five-year-old." I don't know. She's like, "Maybe somebody came into the house and did it." I was like, "Came into the house." I and like did, this. I like this idea. Came into the house and did what? Now it's, she's a conspiracy theorist. So I like this that someone now is so upset with you that they yeah. walked into your house. Number two in your washer and just kept going. Blamed it on my mother, actually, because we're not talking with mom, right? So we're having a little a little issue with mom. So she thinks when mom moved out a couple weeks ago. This was going to be her, her final stand? Said, so what do you think happened? So my mom, what? She, she shat in a Frisbee and threw it inside the washing machine. She got her old ass inside the washing machine, shat in the washing Like, what, what do you think happened? I was like, obviously, the five-year-old must have done it. It must yeah. have had an accident in his pants. I didn't catch it because I have. I guess I still have the, the no smell from COVID. And and at that age, they start to get a little embarrassed. So they do do things like that. Yeah. Well, they'll try and hide stuff. Sure. They'll, they'll, they'll try and hide accidents and everything like that. So, yeah, I would think if I was a detective, if I was Sherlock Holmes, okay. thinking, yeah, yeah. I would probably say, hey, yeah, the youngest kid you know, was probably the, the suspect. 100%. Yeah. Like Not was... your mom. I don't think no. your mom at 70 would probably try yeah. doing that. Yeah. What you think happened? I just now I'm, I can't. Well, I mean, do you? I can't okay. not picture my mom sticking her ass into our washing machine. I, and going I don't to want the to throw this right? out there because I have a lot of love and respect for your wife. But do you think maybe your wife did it? She's trying to to push it off on someone else. Blaming on someone else because we've all done that before. Drinking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember. I I, I was working. You did so- say say the other day she got so high that she couldn't move and she shat herself. <laughs>
Now, I've done it before, too. I'll be honest. I've, I remember walking into the house one time. She, this was years ago, but she was my, you know, she was my, I think we were engaged. What are you doing home? I was like, yeah, I'll be honest. I chat. You know, mm. I, I thought I, I thought it was something else, but it wasn't. Yeah. And here it is. So I'm going to go take care of this right now, and I'll be I'll be out of here in about five minutes. You just run that washer a couple yeah. more times. Maybe did, yeah. Yeah, a little disinfectant. Yeah, yeah put some vinegar in there. Yeah. We, we finally started using bleach in the house now. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing what poop does to you. Poop will make you use chemicals real quick. Oh, you could be as organic as you want. Oh, my gosh. Just pouring bleach on top of the kids. Give me just give me that smell yeah. of bleach. There's not a better yeah. smell in the world than just that smell of fresh bleach in a bathroom, in, in, in any room. Uh, She's just dabbing it with the paper towels trying uh, to get it out of there, uh, dude. The whole thing I don't even terrible. know. I don't want to get into yeah, the details. Yeah, yeah. People are getting up. Yeah. Uh, look, we get back. <laughs> we'll, we'll do some rock news. Hey, I got some uh, some rock news right here. Former Van Halen frontman David Lee Roth has responded to recently circulated rumors regarding a possible Van Halen tribute tour. Talked about this yesterday, Jay, or maybe today, uh, maybe Friday. Now they call it a tribute just because uh, Eddie's not around, right? That's why well, it's a tribute. Yeah. Well, yeah. So this is interesting. It could have been the actual tour if they would have gotten their ass together and did it. So Jason Newstead, uh, former Metallica bassist, came out and started talking about this. That he was approached by Alex Van Halen about coming, playing in the band. Uh, Joe Satriani would be part of this. David Lee Roth would be part of this. And Alex Van Halen would be part of this. Uh, So David Lee Roth uh, has now chimed in for the first time. He said, in my mind, Van Halen 4K in the age of COVID is going to require two of us for every position. Satriani and uh, I think one of the guys from Toto, actually. Uh, and then uh, Anthony and Newstead. So that would be Michael Anthony would be back for the tour and Jason Newstead. And then it would be, this would be awesome, Alex Van Halen on drums along with Tommy Lee. Wow. So he's talking about, I like that. He's talking about doubling up because of COVID. So this way the thing definitely goes down. But you got some heavy hitters there. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, this guy, Steve, uh, Steve Lukather from Toto, Every every musician loves this guy, and I'm a huge Toto fan, so I'm all in. But yeah, that would he be. He wants a- to keep doing Africa. Hey, can we do it? Can we do it? Can dude, we do Africa? Dude, stop with Africa. <laughs> I hate that Toto gets stuck with Africa. Hold dude, the line, Rosanna. I know Rosanna's the song. Rosanna's That's better than Africa. The Toto song. Africa's so like oh, you know what Africa is? Uh, let me guess. When you're eating at a wedding, Africa is the kid that wears the jersey. Of like it was the kid who came in with the Jordan jersey in the nineties. Come, it's like come on, man. We know he's good, but really, you got a Jordan jersey. The Roseanne is what the Scotty Pippen, dude. Sean Kemp, <laughs> right? Like you roll in hard, the old Seattle Supersonics. Hey, hey, Sean, with a Sean Kemp jersey. That's Rosanna right there. Uh, I know you're a big fan of Bob Dylan. I am not. No, you love not, a come big, on, man. You love Bob Dylan. Yeah. He's going out on tour again. Yeah. I don't, Dude, I saw this guy 20 years ago, and it was awful. Actually, no. longer than that, probably 22 years ago. Is he like the person that looked old when they were young? Yes. So now he can still come around and do the same thing he did 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. 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 Did it back then. Because even, even when, I mean, his heyday, right? I'm going to say probably 65 to 1980. Right, you got a lot of great Bob Dylan music, but even then he was like, eh, so yeah, whiny. Yeah. yeah, he's like whiny. And then I saw him 22 years ago, and I almost walked out. He's still whiny. <laughs> and I'm like, this is an awful show. So 22 years later, I can't imagine yeah. what it would be like 
uh, to see Bob Dylan. And uh, luckily, we're not getting any local shows. The closest show we're going to get, he's doing three nights in Los Angeles. Uh, that's going to be at the uh, some some theater. So I mean, if you want to go to L.A. to see Bob Dylan so he can mumble through some songs, <laughs> go feel free. Uh, Kiss. Kiss has hooked up with, of course, another product that they can sell, uh, an Australian manufacturer called Valkyrie to produce electric bikes. Electric bikes? You can get the Kiss... Come electric on, bike. Even uh, you know this is bad. This is all bad. Yeah. Look, I 100% yeah. know what Kiss is, and they are they're just complete frauds at this point. <laughs> uh, the quote is, we have made Kissery by teaming up with the Rock Legends to launch this limited edition Kiss X Valkyrie in both Drifter and Scrambler models, said the company. This fusion of metal and machine is hot, hot, hotter than hell. This has to kill you. Dude, I saw it. It looks so stupid. Both bikes uh, come in 250 and 500 watt engine options and range about 50 miles when charged. I they, can say they can that get will, up to 25 miles an hour. Are we talking about bikes or motorcycles? They're electric bikes. Bikes, okay. Uh, you're looking at, dude, it's about five grand. The bike, stupid, stupid kiss bike. Who's buying a Kiss electric bike? I don't know. The whole point of a bike is that you pedal it. That's why you go on a bike, isn't it? Like, it was goofy years ago. They put out a Kiss coffin. Yeah. And I guess the biggest push they got was the guy from Pantera. He was buried in a Kiss coffin. He was a huge Kiss fan. Yeah, it's for fans. But, like, that's goofy. Like, Kiss Because now you're trying to – it's like you're not even – it's not so over the top that you actually are taking yourself seriously now. But I'll tell you what. I did some uh, some shots over the weekend, right? Celebrate uh, Easter. Kiss shot glasses. Look at that. Yeah. Yep. Got four so, of them right there. Right Look at the there. funny faces on them. Uh, there you go. There's <laughs> some rock news for you. Two for Tuesday, 100.7. ZXL, South Jersey's rock station. ZXL morning show. I love that my daughter's diving into uh, more obscure movies and stuff, and she she is you know learning about you know great filmmakers. And she's on a Quentin Tarantino kick. And I love me some Quentin Tarantino. We've uh, we've gotten through Pulp Fiction. She really liked that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, she really liked. We did The Kill Bills. Uh, we did uh, Inglorious Bastards. So she's getting through. And then she keeps throwing at, uh, 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 out there a movie she wants to watch. And yesterday she's on spring break. So she goes, can we watch Reservoir Dogs? Okay. Now, Reservoir Dogs was a movie that my brother turned me on to when I was 12. And I was way too young. For that, but it started me on a trajectory of knowing what good films are. Sure, right? Like before that, I was like, I'd be watching like the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, that's no good. You know, yeah, I'd be watching right there. I'd yeah. be watching Air Bud. And then my brother was like, Here, here's real movies. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen that movie in its entirety. Reservoir Dogs. I can't. I couldn't tell you how to it's a end tough. It. I'll tell you what. It's a tough watch to watch with your 16 year old daughter. Yeah, yeah. You're because gonna find that the, the violence. I don't care about. That's that's fine. There's a lot of. His his Quentin Tarantino's movies are very um, dialogue heavy, and there's a lot of talk, especially in the beginning, um, about uh, sex, yeah, and virginity, gotcha. and, and Madonna, all those, and uh, <laughs> and, and so uh, there's a whole big Madonna speech, and I forgot because I hadn't seen Reservoir Dogs in a long time, and I forgot about the whole big. Madonna speech at the beginning, which is Quentin Tarantino. He, he's in the movie at the beginning. Yeah, see, I don't he, remember that part. He of the does movie. this whole true blue speech. 
And I'm like, uh, and I do the thing where I try and turn my head like I'm washing dishes. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretending that I'm not in the room. Like when a kid has to hide his eyes when he's too young for the sex scenes. Yeah, I remember that, too. Like, when I was a kid, <laughs> I, I remember clear as day, my yeah. parents sending me out of the room when uh, Richard Gere threw Julia Roberts up on the piano with yeah. Pretty Woman. Like, really, Dad? I just watched your VHS taste before you got home. <laughs> yeah, so... So, yeah, it's one of those things, and I'm just, I'm like, oh, I forgot this whole speech. And it goes on for a while. It's like a five-minute speech about uh, sex and Madonna and True Blue. And I'm like, oh, maybe this was a bad idea See, to put for- this this movie on. I forget what we were watching, but it was my wife. I think we were at her sister's house, and her mom's in the room, her sister's in the room, me and my wife. We're it's all hard, watching, man. We're watching a movie, and there's this, I don't know, this is like a pounding sex scene. And, yeah. like, there's her mom, and I'm like... I don't know. Your, your mom well, knows what sex is. Well, it, and that's the weird thing, too. But it's still too. uncomfortable to have a kid there. It's, and especially because TV's gotten so good, but now it's not, you know, it's not ABC, CBS, NBC. Right, right. You know, you're watching shows like Yellowstone. There's graphic sex scenes. Yeah. You know, a lot of all those HBO, Showtime shows. And, you're, and yeah, like my, you know, my, my daughter's 16, and she's a smart 16-year-old, so she likes good stuff. and. It's like, oh, they, they, when it gets to the sex scenes, you're like, oh. Yeah, you got to just say, hey, oh. you know, it's all part of the art of the movie. That's yeah. All. And well, my little guy's so funny because he he'll, he actually covers his eyes. Yeah. Where he knows he shouldn't be, but I catch him peeking. You um, know? Of course, like, yeah. He's like, he's yeah. like what's, what's that? What's that? Oh, look at that. That's why I watch so much of The Office. And then I, I finally moved over to Cheers because, like, with the kids out there, you know, in the living yeah. room playing – there's not a lot of good TV you I can need watch. Safe. Yes, yeah. I got to go upstairs. So it was it was the office for a while, which is great. I finally found Cheers again. I'm on a Cheers kick yesterday because it's a safe, fun program that I can watch. There's no issues at all on Cheers. You uh, this and this is crazy to me. You were terrified to watch a show called True Blood because you thought that your wife thought you would be watching porn. Well, it, the, the one scene there is was the guy's hardcore just, sex. Yeah, the and, one I mean, guy's railing her, or she's on the uh, on some swing. And I, I told my my wife comes in, and is like, uh, by the way, I was like, what I'm watching right here, it's a it's a show on HBO, and it's true. <laughs> yeah, because even like I would love to turn my daughter in, in into a, like a shows like Californication, right. right? Like shows that I love, good shows. But oh, there's oh, come the, on the now, scene, man. There's man. so yeah. much. There's so much stuff yeah. where I'm like, there's almost like there's movies. Especially like Kevin Smith movies and stuff, where I feel like I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to tell her, check this out on your own. Time. Yes, 100. percent Let us watch it. And this, these yeah. are these are great movies, yeah. but it's probably not movies that me and you should watch together. Have a good time. Yeah, yeah. And Reservoir you Dogs the, you probably discuss the good parts of the movie. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs yeah. was probably that, but instead, yesterday, yeah. you know, yesterday afternoon, we had a a Quentin Tarantino afternoon. Like Californication, when he gets hit in the head with the uh, sprinkler. Action thing yeah, that's yeah, happening. There's, there's a that, lot. That's, that's a tough one to watch, but, yeah, but it's, it's one tough. of my favorite shows of all time. It's a great even show. Like, yeah. But even yeah. like Game of Thrones, that kind of stuff. There was major sex. Oh yeah, there was one scene that goes on for like 12 minutes where the two girls are just you know just diking it out in the back. I'm like, yeah, hey, let's. I don't know, I'm watching the rest of the movie here. Yeah. I, not. I don't want to watch stuff, man. And you're right. Great TV. It's all that now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks, Sopranos. Yeah. Just, you just let I'm gonna her give her a list. Say, I'm gonna give yeah, her a list of shows and say you just watch these yeah. on your own. Which thing? Yeah, because then the, those scenes, you know, you can discuss the movie without discussing those scenes. Hey, which, I which got thing a, in the movie. Yeah, I thought it was good. Remember this? Ha ha ha! Great. A pair of tickets for uh, Phillies Brewers Sunday, seven o'clock game. Phillies Brewers. Do you want to go see the Phils? 609-677-107. Phillies tickets. Phils Brewers Sunday. 7 p.m. game. 
609-677-107. Phillies tickets up for grabs. You'll be the workforce employee of the day. We get back. We'll do some headlines. This is a big move. We're leaving the kids by themselves. Pretty nice. Trying to go back and think of when I was Both young. kids? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Well, the one, we left the one by himself, the nine-year-old by himself, when I went to uh, for uh, two weeks. The, gym the, the gym the other day. So it was an hour. Now, he has the iPad. He can yeah. click the iPad. It can call me. We're, I have yeah, my we're, phone on me the whole time. I'm like two miles from the house. We're it's, getting close to that. Uh, we're not there yet, but yeah, the little guy's got his own phone. And I, my kids were about that age. And I started with coming in here If uh, when I got divorced. I'd have the kids, but, you know, if I had to come in here, I had to come in here. And sure. I had to drag them in at 4 o'clock in the morning, I didn't want to do that. So that we started that. So they would, they would you know, call me when you wake up, you know, I'll be home, you know, give them a time that I'd, I'd be home. It's scary. You know, I was third grade. I think my mom gave me a key to the house, and uh, I, I, I was able to hang by myself. And we have neighbors. I mean, they know the neighbors were pretty well if something goes down. It's interesting you said both kids, because yesterday was the first time I left them both alone. Yeah, I... Uh... That was because I, I, I. If we're going to parenting court, I, I the one, the, the nine year old, I would say it's okay. I, now you're putting a nine year old in charge of a four, five, five, five. and two months. Okay, old, three weeks, two days, something like that. I mean, that's that's all. Eh. Well, you did, and here's what happened: is I, I tell everybody, listen, just I, I, nobody near the kitchen. Don't try and make anything. Like, don't make popcorn. Leave everything alone. I said, uh, and don't eat anything. I was like, you guys ate, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, at, they're kids. They're not going to try that. Because as I'm leaving, the little, little guy, he wants uh, he wants apples, right? I'm like, all right. So I'm cutting up the apples. I'm like, oh, you could easily choke on these apples. And yeah. I cut them into like yeah. smaller little pieces. Did you and, say, how you about know. these apples? Yeah, how about the, I run around the wall. You like to hang out by yourself? How do you like these apples? But yeah, so uh, it was an hour with the one. And then yesterday was, uh, it was a quick little 15 minute trip. I had to go pick something up. So uh, yeah, we we're just dab, put our toe in the in the water of letting them bottom. It's themselves. a scary time. It is. Once man, again, I don't know if is. a nine year old is ready to babysit a five year old. Well, I was like, can but, he, is he able to run next door, and knock on the like? I made sure that the, the neighbors were home, and I make sure that you know, listen, if you have to do anything, go to the neighbor's house, knock on the door, tell him your brother's choking on apples that your dad left. You know, you know, I, you know. yeah, hey. Uh, teach his own. It was nice, you know, not to pay a babysitter. So we'll see. It the, is. The and real test is going to be Friday night when my wife and I go out to dinner and leave them both by themselves. For the weekend. Yes. So, because uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's a pain, man. It, it's, you know, every time you got to go anywhere, you got to pack the kids up into the car. You know, exactly even if it's a it, quick yeah. trip to the supermarket. All right, come on in. Now, I mean, my little guy, you know, he's going to be 10 in August. He, he, you know, when I tell him, hey, we got to go somewhere, here's what I do. You know, once again, I think some parents would be like, oh, don't do it. If I got to run to a store real quick, I let him stay in the car with his phone. Yeah. I'll do that where I'm like, I'm like, I'm just running in. He's there. He didn't, he didn't even notice I'm going. Yeah, I've done the Wawa thing. You know, quick trip. Lock the door. Anything don't less than up five minutes. Yeah, something like that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm running in, running out. And he doesn't want to come in most of the time. He's like, he's in an air-conditioned car. He's got the phone. He's good. I did it as a baby. Like I did it when he was a baby. Even my wife's sister's like, "Well, that's a terrible idea." I was like, "Yeah, it's easy you to want say a baby that sleeping? now." Yeah, let the baby in there. You know, lock it up, and I go to Wawa, grab coffee, whatever, cigarettes, whatever makes, else. Yeah, I'm getting make sure there. the windows are rolled up. Yeah, and it's nice and hot. He said, the baby's sleeping. I'm gonna the baby. Which, yeah. by the way, I've never seen anyone carry a baby into a Wawa. So I'm gonna say I'm not. Everyone probably, does it. I'm not the only yeah. person that's ever done this. Like I've never seen anybody grab a baby and bring that whole car seat into a Wawa, so don't judge me because I've never seen anybody do it. If I did, I'd be like, 
wow, you're only in here for like, I don't know, 90 seconds. But then I guess... Leave the baby out there. I, I guess you, in the back of your head, you're like, uh, is somebody going to smash the window and take the baby? Somebody 100%. Somebody smash the window yeah. and take my 10-year-old? Oh, yeah. Like yesterday. If I had other options, I certainly would have probably... I, I would have went the other options. But, you know, as a, a irresponsible parent at you times, caught, I'm yeah. like, and I, you got to weigh the options And here. one of the weird things with COVID, at least at our school, COVID got rid of the after-school program. So I don't know how parents do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. there were ways for kids to stay after school and they pick them up. And when you're done work, that's gone now because of COVID. So I, I, I don't. The, the the parents who really have to work a nine to five and travel, how they're juggling all this. Yeah. How many parents left a kid that they know they should not have left at home and had to go to work? I remember you know? the first week when kids had to uh, to do the school from home thing, and it broke my heart. I'm there. It's like the second day. I'm making sure his computer's working. And the teacher goes, and she's doing roll call. And the one kid is muted. And the teacher's like, is there anyone there at your house that can help you? And the kid's like, and they're seven at the time. This is mm. early COVID. Yeah. The kid's like, no, I'm Jeez. the only one home. Yeah. And that Broke makes my it. heart. But what it are you going to do? The, the parents, parents had yeah. to go to work, and now you're making kids stay at home. You know, maybe grandpa, grandma yeah. couldn't couldn't get there. Yeah, that yeah. Was... We don't talk about the real dangers we put our kids in when this whole COVID thing happens. There's a reason they go to school all day to learn and be around other adults. <laughs> uh, I got a six pack of tickets for Bike Bash. If you want them, six zero nine six seven seven one hundred seven six zero nine six seven seven one hundred seven six zero nine six seven seven one hundred seven. Bike Bash tickets up for grabs right now. Dial up six zero nine six seven seven one hundred seven. We get back. We'll do some trash. This Johnny Depp, uh, Amber Heard thing is getting uh, it's getting good. It's starting to really cook, and it's for some reason it's on live TV. Uh, so at one time, Johnny Depp was the biggest star in Hollywood. Now he's suing his ex-wife for $50 million, and she's countersuing him for $100 million. Does she have $50 million, or is this his $50 million? Yeah, I think it's his money uh, that, that she's, sucks. you know, he'll just get back. Uh, I guess yesterday it was all about his severed finger. He says that he, she threw a bottle at him in 2015, and it severed off the top of his finger. Uh, her lawyers are saying that he smashed a phone, and that's how he cut it. Uh, she also claims that during that fight, he beat her, choked her, and sexually assaulted her. Uh, she has claimed that the assault left cuts on her arms and legs. Uh, the doctor uh, that, I guess, took care of his finger testified that he was called to a residence and cleaned Depp's wound before taking him to a hospital. He also said that he directed the staff to search the house for the missing fingertip, which was found. The doctor testified that Amber Heard was there and seemed upset, but he didn't notice any injuries on her and said uh, she didn't seek any medical attention. Do you think they look back and say, I wish we could have just handled this between us? Like adults? All this nonsense yeah. that's coming out. You can't even come back from all this. No. Ooh. Well, she she said that last week. She's like, I hope Johnny and I can just move on after all this. No. No. You fought, yeah, yeah, you no. sue somebody for $50 million or $100 million. I, there's not a lot of coming back from You want to be the man's friend? Jason Momoa. You know, he was in Game of Thrones. He's Aquaman. Uh, he's going to star in a Minecraft movie. 
how they're going to do that. But okay, that's still a thing. I thought everybody moved on to Fortnite. Uh, yeah, and Roblox is another big yeah. one, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like Minecraft kind of was was so seven, eight years ago. Uh, let's see here. Netflix is developing a new animated series and a mobile game based on the Exploding Kittens card game. The streaming service announced Monday that it will launch a mobile game next month. And with the animated series to premiere sometime in 2023, the show will be an adult animated comedy uh, produced by King of the Hill creators Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. It follows the eternal conflict between heaven and hell when both God and the devil are sent to earth in the bodies of chunky house cats. As long as they don't raise their prices for what you pay for each month, and I take. Yeah, oh, so, so, look, me and you are pretty even, right? I get some stuff from you, you get stuff from me, and we share our passwords. But we have one buddy who doesn't do anything. Nothing. So he comes to the table the other day. He texts me. He's like, yo, man, hey, I think I, I just got Disney Plus or maybe it was Peacock. He's like, you want to share my password? And I'm like, dude, I got the, I've had that stuff for years yeah, now. Yeah, you've already had Peacock. Like, I've had that stuff. Come on. This is what you come with? Yeah, come on. This is the guy who brings that. That an already open 12-pack to a party. Yeah, where's the new technology? Yeah. Give me the new thing. Give me something else. Yeah, be like, yo, man, there's this new cutting-edge thing, and here's the password for it. You're going to love it. How about this, Scott? Since you pay $1,000 a year, <laughs> how about I split it with you? Dude, and he's a guy, too, which is shocking Peacock. to me and you, where... A lot of these things where they only let so many people on at one time, and sometimes you get booted off. And my my own rule is if I'm not paying for that service and I'm sharing your password, if I get booted off, I stay off. Because 100%, you know what? Yeah. You're, it's probably the person who pays for it is on or a family member of his. I don't want to interrupt that. I do that our, with my satellite radio, yeah. Dude, our buddy will call us up and be like, Yo, yo, who's on Who's yeah. on Netflix, right? Yeah. I just got kicked yeah. off. I'm, I'm trying Netflix. to watch a show. Yeah. I paid for it. Yeah. I'm on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you haven't, yeah. you haven't, not one yeah. dime have you coughed up for this. My Series X, I'm like, would you like to continue listening here? Yes. Yeah. I want to listen here I because it's me. The Talk has been renewed for a 13th season. Uh, Natalie Morales announced the news yesterday. Cheryl Underwood, Amanda Klutz. Akbar Gbabiyamala and Jerry O'Connell, the fat kid from Stand By Me. Oh, really? Are all, all uh, hosts on the show now. Man, I don't see any of these shows, man. Nah, dude, I don't watch I just get stuff. clips of how insane these women are on The View. Uh, This is kind of, it's going to be cool. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are teaming up to take on Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in the next edition of The Match, which is that exhibition goth. Thing. Remember they started this with Peyton oh, yeah, and Tom yeah. Brady, and they've done it a couple times now. Yeah, they so, mic them up. It's actually fun to listen yeah, to. Yeah, so this year it's going to be Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, two old guys in the NFL, taking on the two young guys, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Yeah. And let's see. We'll wrap it up with this. Are you a big fan of DJ K-Slay? I don't know who that is. Okay. He was a, uh, a hip-hop DJ, and I guess... Um, he also worked at a Hot 97 up in New York City. Oh, that was the joint, yeah. He died over the weekend of COVID at the age of 55. It's crazy they would even acknowledge somebody like that. DJ K. I've never heard of the guy. Yeah. I'm a big you know, fan. I, I have my thumb on the pulse of disc jockeys, you know? Yeah, I have, I'm a big fan of DJ K. Slay. Was he a wedding disc jockey? Was he a wedding DJ? Yeah, See, I'm, I'm in I mean, tune with that community. Probably. You know, to be honest, probably. You do a wedding? Like birthday we, parties? Like, we we know we me and you me and you know a little bit about radio. Yeah. He probably on the weekends did well. You think he set up at a VFW to play music for a forty year old birthday party. Yeah, I mean it was probably hot, man, back in the day, but he's uh, he's yeah. dead now. So rest in peace, DJ. How did he die? I want to know more. COVID. <laughs> COVID. Oh really? And, and, Come and, on, and, yeah, dude. And, and even it's not even cool dying of COVID anymore. Like yeah. 
Like, we, I thought we all moved past that, but, yeah. like, he's still, yeah. Because it Apparently, seems like it was stronger in the beginning, and now it's not strong. I guess he had a real bad case of it, because they said he suffered with COVID symptoms for, like, five months. Yeah, he might have suffered from not a steady paycheck as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say he wasn't very healthy to begin with, but DJ K-Slide, big fan, big fan. Uh, there you go, some trash for you. We have to do better. We have to do better. The Easter Bunny at the White House with the President of the United States it of the greatest good country in the world. But boy, a, did you see? I mean, when you're creepy looking, bunny. when your president is senile, it's a lot of fun. So, did you see how excited he got, President Biden, uh, when he saw the Easter Bunny? Sure, it's a big deal, yeah, man. I yeah. think he really thought it was a real bunny. I don't know when this started. It just looks so silly. I don't know. I I, I know Trump did it. I don't know when it started, but did the old guys do this? Yes. Like, did the Ronald Reagans do this too? Okay, so normally this would be like a vice president thing or a first lady type of thing. Per- perfect for the but first lady. But the problem lady. is, man, I think at this point, like they just spin Biden around and 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 just see what direction he walks, and they're like, all right, this is where you're gonna go. So I think they were like, all right, Grandpa. We're, we have a briefing about the Ukraine, or you can go on an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> and of course, you know Joe Biden's like, Jill, Jill, let me. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna get all the eggs. I'm gonna collect all the eggs, Jill. Jill, Jill, remember we used to do this in Delaware. Wait, is that now? Is that is it because? Do I look at this so silly? Is it yeah. because the world is in such turmoil and this country that? There are more important things he should be doing than shuffling around with a Jill. bunch of kids looking Jill. for eggs. Jill, Jill, I got it. We're going to save the Ukraine by gathering up Easter eggs. <laughs> we're going to go. go ahead. What day is it? Is it? It's Sunday. Jill, wait. What? Is the guy... Is, Am I, am I vice president still? He's starting to talk to, like, I don't know, the press or somebody. They're outside. He's, the he's answering a real question yes, yeah. and about the Ukraine. The, and, the and the Easter Bunny taps him on the shoulder. And Grandpa turns around and looks like a kid in a candy shop. And he's like, oh, the Easter Bunny. Easter, did you, you brought me my basket. I'm pretty sure he gave top secret information to a little girl that was there just for the Easter egg hunt. You want to know anything about Area 51? <laughs> come, on. come on, Easter Bunny. Let's go sit down on my couch. Got to do better. <laughs> uh, ZXO Workforce Employee of the Day. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up, buddy? How are you? All right. All right, man. Good to hear. We'll make you the uh, ZXO Workforce Employee of the Day. What do you do for a living? Uh, working at uh, Bayside Prison. We got a lot, a lot of you guys, man. We love you guys. <clears throat> and uh, I hope you stay safe. And Bayside State Prison. I'm just, I'm just jotting it down. Yeah, you guys call all the time. Okay. Meanwhile, the inmates are just doing what they want. They're running <laughs> rampant over there. Like, hold gonna- on, stop hitting him. I'm on the phone. Are you going to take one of the prisoners to the game? <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm guessing you're a guard over at Bayside State Prison. Yes. All right. So uh, uh, name your favorite Philly of all time. Go. Uh, Craig no, Von Hayes, you're wrong. Oh, he just told you what's up. <laughs> Juan Samuel. Any, any, yeah. I'll, get, I'll take any Philly from 1987 to 1991. Uh, Steve Bedrosian. Uh, look, man, you got a pair of tickets for Phil's Brewers Sunday night uh, up at Citizens Bank Park. I can't wait to get up there. Uh, Phil's so-so, but hopefully this game. I'm, I'm guaranteed they win. They're gonna turn it around. They're gonna they're gonna turn it around. Now Absolutely. I know it's not Dollar Dog Night because I have tickets for Dollar Dog Night and that's next Tuesday. 
Yeah, they are the best. But I can't eat hot dogs, so they're not really the best. So, yeah, so now he's, he's going to go watch other people eat hot dogs. Well, here's, here's how I'm trying to plan it. I have to get blood work done before I go see my, uh, my you don't uh, want, doctor again. You can't again. go to... Uh, your sodium I, would be through the roof. I am going to plan the lab for that Tuesday before I do Dollar Dog Night. This way it doesn't come up. Because if I take the, uh, the the test afterwards, I'm sure that hot dogs, oh. I'm sure that's not good for your cholesterol level. They may rush to, you to the ER. For me to scarf down <laughs> Dollar Dogs. Uh, look, man, you're going uh, Phillies game Sunday night, all right? Thank you, sir. Know any of those players? You guys just ramble off players. Oh man, I, I dude, can dude, watch that was, that was things. I grew up with. So. I can watch things, but not know. I don't. I don't absorb information like you do. God, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, Steve Bedrosian. When I got into the Phillies, which Jeez. is probably like 87, 88, they were bad, man. Juan Samuel second base, Vaughn Hayes first base. Dude, we got two dollar tickets. You can go to a game for yeah. two dollars. Um, Sit anywhere you want. Was it Gary Gross? I think it was another guy. And there was some. I mean, that, and then it got. And then, then you started getting into that. They started building that '93 team. Yeah, the, the Dykstra's and all them. Dykstra guys, came yeah. from the Mets. Uh, Kurt Schilling, you know, yeah, Mitch Williams, Kruk came from the Padres. So they started building up that team. But yeah, Darren Dalton. Yeah, because yeah, oh god, Lance Parrish. It was. Those were like. Those were like. Those were rough years. That those. When I got into the Phillies in like '87, my brother was a Yankees fan, so I I loved Don Mattingly. And then I was like, you know what though, it's um from Philly, so I should probably be a Phillies fan. But yeah, that was bad. Von Hayes, oh, what a disaster! I got Don <laughs> Carmen, oh br- uh, uh, Bruce Ruffin, oh, oh just that man. old the old vet stadium and oh, oh it smells like pee. Carpet would be ripped up. I I, I could t- I. That smell still is in my nose from Vet Stadium. <laughs> and, and everyone who's ever been to Vet Stadium knows the exact smell I'm talking about. It needed to be torn down. <sighs> yeah. It's probably needed, about 20 yeah. years too yes, late, 100%. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, man. What a, it, was a, it was a fun time because you're right. For two bucks, you could just get into the nosebleeds. Yeah, we'd sit right behind home plate, two dollars. You sit anywhere you and wanted. There was nobody in the stands. Yeah, you just got in, man. Yeah, those. Yeah, and the '93 turned it all around. Uh, but boy, yeah, before '93, it was tough. Uh, oof. Oof. Look, we get back. Uh, we'll knock out some headlines. Two for Tuesday on 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show. It is funny, you you. You remember things in your head, and sometimes it's not what happened. And for so many My years— My wife does this all the time. She swears it happened this way, and it didn't well, happen For so way. many years, I have—I've told this story to people. I 100% believed it. its I guess you just—you start to believe whatever you made up. I've right? done this with a buddy of mine, and let me tell you real quick— it was we we made up a story to to get at a friend of ours that on the way to the bar we stopped at somebody else's funerals and we went into the funeral and hung out and he had food and we said hello and we made up this whole story and to, in my mind you, I believe really that we, happened, that we right? crashed a funeral but we never did yeah so like I have one buddy who and I, it's I, and I'm okay with this he'll take my stories of stuff I did because I was crazy. And, so, and sometimes use it as his own. Yeah, it's flattering. Right? And, and I think in his head he really did because we, we spent so much time together. And uh, a lot of these things we did do together, I think it's just, you know, whatever. So I, I let that go. But I I had uh, some high school buddies over on Saturday. And my one buddy in the year 2000, this was uh, pre-9-11, uh, 2000, great year. 
his dad won the Preakness, right? And we were there in Pimlico. We were there. We were in the infield when his dad won. His dad was the trainer of the horse, and he won the Preakness. I mean, big deal, man. Big deal, right? And it was a, it was it was huge uh, six to one odds. I mean, it was like you know. I, of course, I didn't lay any money down. So no, I, I, you got to lay at least ten spots. Yeah, no, my one buddy definitely did this. My one buddy's dad said, "Hey, I know Joey's dad's horse is is is, is the, the odds are pretty long. So bet on it because if we hit, you know, whatever, hundred bucks, you know, we'll make out. That's the only way you win in horse so racing. On the way there, me and me and me and my buddy were like." <laughs> Joey Stats horse ain't gonna win. Let's buy beer with it. Oh no! And we didn't lay the money down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was not a good conversation <laughs> he had to have. But for years, and I for now, so this is two thousand. Now we're we're twenty two years later. We're in two thousand two or two thousand twenty two. I have always believed that I was in the winner's circle, and on NBC. One hundred percent believe that 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 we went and got through security and got to the winner's circle, and that was it. And um, I, I thought you did, too, when you talked about the story here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's what you do. You go to the uh, winner's circle. I'm talking to my buddy, and he's like, no, no, dude. We got up to the fence. Some guy with a gun, you know, that was like major security. Uh, was like, dude, none of you are getting oh, really? anywhere yeah. near the winner's circle. Oh, the winner of the Preakness doesn't get just random kids to come up there and take their picture with the horse? Apparently, we tried to climb a fence. <laughs> of course you did. yelled at. And so... So apparently, it, what I thought, I, I dude, I could have swore that I was on NBC. I, 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 if you could give me a, a lie detector test, and I would tell you yeah. that this is what happened. It's crazy way. And my buddy, yeah. whose dad was the guy who won, he's like, "No, no dude. way, you guys got no he winner's goes, no. circle." He goes, "We were a mess." He goes, "There's no way." He goes, "Later on, we saw my dad and the horse and took some pictures." I'm guessing. Yeah. I guess it was. I, I, it just between being drunk. And the stories that we told over the years, I really just have made it that I was in the winter. Yeah, <laughs> like, but there's a part of me that I'm sitting there, you know, you know, the horse has the the the, the wreath around it. It's all that, you know, the pomp and circumstance, and I'm there, which never happened. Yeah, but it's better if you believe it did happen. I know. You, yeah, it was you kind were of in the winter circle, was, the 2000. You're on NBC. And I even told my buddy, I was like, I was like, I was like, look, man, I was like, a lot of those years are sh- like very hazy, so. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you. You give me the the right direction because I've been I've been lying to everyone, and I was like, so we weren't. I was like, dude, I swore people said we were on TV, and he's like, I don't know where you were, but no, we were not on TV. He goes, maybe like in a crowd shot. See, we keep and we keep the lie going. Like to this day, we're like, ah, I remember, and and we just we have the we have the details down to the yep. T. But everyone, but me and my me and my buddy, we were BSers, man. We do that all the time. But in my mind, right here, I'm like. Man, we once crashed a funeral. No, we didn't. We never did that. But we were driving to the bar while the funeral was going on, yeah. and I think one of, one of us said to the other, "Hey, we should go in there and just stop you in." You start and to just tell did. it so many times that yes. it just becomes true. You believe? Yes. And I got a friend who BSs. He even and BSs my, too much. And my wife tells me that all the time. She's like, and a lot of times it's what I say on the air, and I, I you know, she's like, you just over exaggerate things. And I go, yeah, but you have to a little bit. Like yeah. you got to make it interesting. Yeah. But she'll, yeah. she'll, 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 my wife will call me and be like, that, and that just never even happened. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, it did happen. You know, 100%. Yeah, well, happened. some of the stuff we tell, it's like you, it's hard to believe. Like earlier, I told the story about, you know, someone shat in our washing machine. That actually did happen. Yeah. It that really did. Well, My wife didn't, had to clean I it did out. Not, I did not get in the winner's circle in 2000 wow. in the Preakness. I did not get on NBC. Uh, and uh, I was just muddy, broke, and in the yeah. infield you with all the out. other schlubs. What a disappointment.
Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'll be honest, man. Have you, but if you've told people before that you've been in the winner's circle. Uh, complete lie. Wow. Yeah. But in my, I, honestly, I, I could have passed the lie detector test because I really, Believe up until it. Saturday night, yeah. remembered that we were in the winner's circle, and it never happened. Crazy. I still think I, I, I still think I, I bashed that funeral. I, I still, I still believe I crashed it, man. Uh, look, we, uh, we get back. We'll, uh, we'll do a thing called uh, "You Think You Have a Bad." You think you've got it bad? I don't think we have it uh, that bad. American men's penises are only the 59th biggest in the world. A new study reveals. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Uh, the average length of 5.35 inches when erect is, I guess, the, the average for the, uh, Americans. The poll, which analyzed data from 86 nations, found men in Ecuador are the most well-endowed with an average penis size of 6.93 inches. Oh, for them. Uh, this makes the measurement more than 10% the average height. Uh, in second place is Cameroon with an average size of 6.56 inches, shortly followed. Uh, shortly. Followed by Bolivia with 6.5 inches. Rounding off the impressive top five is Sudan, which uh, came in at 6.48 inches, and Haiti with 6.3 inches. The Haitian men? Uh, the study found the Cambodians have the smallest penis size when erect, coming in at just 3.95 inches, not far off as Taiwan, with an average size of 4.24 inches, and the Philippines sits just above with 4.27 inches inches. Men in the U.S. narrowly yeah. beat those in the U.K. with an average size of 5.35 inches, putting them in 59th place. The Brits were down in 66th place with an average size of 5.17 inches. Yep. Yeah, sounds all about sounds, right. Yeah, it yeah. does, man. Yeah. You know, I know the uh, you know, the Chinese guys you get it. I, you know I, mean? I try and work with what I got. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, don't go to Cambodia. If, if you're a woman out there and you're looking for, uh, you know, Size, Cambodia is not where you want to be. No, no. But where do you want to go? What was number uh, one? You want to go to Ecuador. Okay. Ecuadorian men have the uh, the biggest penis. Passengers at Logan Airport in Boston faced panic and delays on Easter Sunday after a suspicious package sparked an evacuation. The bomb squad had to come in. It was just after 4 p.m. Security staff spotted a suspicious item in a bag during a screening. Was it a Cadbury cream egg? <laughs> In the video shared on social media, dozens of people were seen appearing to exit the terminal as the airport employee's voice tells everyone to leave through the security checkpoint to be rescreened by TSA agents. One passenger described the chaos, telling a news station that people were in panic, people running and leaving uh, their belongings behind. They said they also saw one man fall down during all the confusion. In the end, you know what it was? What? It was a PlayStation someone had put in their bag. <laughs> and they thought it was a bomb. That's got to be tough. Too. You got all these people now running out, right? All these people got to be rescreened. It's chaos, and you're the security person. You're like, I over. Maybe I overreact. <laughs> oh darn! How do you not know what that looks like? A Florida Highway Patrol. Uh, the Florida Highway Patrol says a drunk Florida man ran over detached body parts during a hit and run investigation. He also nearly struck two deputies, prompting a high-speed chase. Authorities were investigating the death of a 49-year-old woman who was walking along a grassy shoulder of a road uh, before being struck by a hit-and-run about 3.30 in the morning. Authorities found her torso on the shoulder and her legs in the roadway. Uh, Thomas Crumman approached the scene at a high rate of speed, driving directly at investigators. He ignored commands to stop, ran over the victim's legs, and fled. 
Troopers chased him and used a maneuver with a patrol car to force him to stop. The man was charged with aggravated assault in a motor vehicle upon a law enforcement officer, reckless driving, DUI, fleeing and eluding, destruction and evidence, uh, destruction of evidence, driving while the license was revoked and false imprisonment. Records show it was the eighth time he's been arrested in less than four years. So, yeah. He didn't kill the woman. No. He just ran over her body parts <laughs> when he didn't stop. That's that's got to suck. I don't know if I can. Yeah, it's got to suck if it sticks to the car. Yeah, I don't know how I handle that, man. Yeah, like I've had to pull a bird out of my grill before. I couldn't imagine an arm. I've been pretty good in my life. I've never seen a dead body outside of like a hospital. Yeah. Like I saw my dad dead. Of course, I've been to a funeral where someone's dead in the coffin. Yeah, I've never seen one laying on the ground. Like in my house, right? Now, the, the worst time ever, I used to have to deliver ice to a hospital called Lady of Lords. It's in Camden. And, um, the, the 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 shipping bay where I delivered the ice, I got my truck backed up. I'm, I'm I'm delivering the ice. I come back, the morgue truck oh had just shown up, and there was like seven bodies all around my ice truck. Yeah, but they, they had the you, yeah. they had the white sheets over them, so I didn't see the bodies, but you saw the outline of the bodies under the white sheet. Never thought about an ice truck delivering ice to a hospital like that, but yeah, you got to put them on ice. Well, yeah, I mean, you can put them on. Ca- it was mainly the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't have to go to the morgue. It wasn't like, come over here. You got to dump it on Mrs. Johnson. A big old bucket <laughs> on it. <laughs> there you go. Those people, they have a bad. You uh, not so. I almost punched this old guy in the face the other day at a Wawa. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes old people need to be yeah. punched in the yeah, face. Yeah, this guy needed it. Let me tell you what happened. You'll side with me here. So my wife gets out of the car. She's uh, she's in with a little man getting some from Wawa, and I just I got gas and I pulled into the parking spot. He's there. He says. Hey, you like your truck? I'm like, yeah, I like my truck, you know. What year is it? I'm telling him we're going on and on. And uh, he's asking, how oh, you got kids? Like, yeah, two kids. Like, my wife's in there. So my wife comes out. He says, uh, he's like, oh, you did pretty good for yourself. I'm like, what's that supposed to mean, old man? What? Your wife's hot. What you saying here, right? He's like, yeah, her? Not so good. Ready to fly out there. And I was, I'm not kidding. I was like, I'm not going to smash a guy in the face. But I guess as an old guy, you can drop a compliment like that to yeah. somebody else's wife because it's like you're in that safe zone because there's no. Well, like even I, a young guy. Look, he's just saying your wife's hot. Yeah. Like if a young guy did it, I guess I'd be like, oh, you know, that's, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? Okay. You say my wife's hot. I get that. But as an old guy, you're off the hook. You can go ahead and just play that game if you want. But if any, but you don't take it as a compliment? No, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to hit the guy. I thought it was very, very complimentary of the guy. It's just interesting that an old guy right there would just go ahead and compliment you know, your wife and then say, her? <laughs> she didn't do so good for herself. Just in fun. So you're more you're more insulted about you <laughs> yes. than her. I get in a, that In now. a fun way. But just as an old guy, I guess. Old guy, you, yeah. Old people yeah. can, old, at least old people think they can get away with that. But he, but look, man, I had a 94 year old. You know, the World War II vet. He was hitting on my mom. Yeah, like very... dude, they that that it still works. You know, they they still you know yeah. they 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 have that you know it's it's still burning in them uh, that they you know they 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 want they want chicks. Yeah, I thought about that too. I was like, here's an older guy. I mean, he's probably in his 80s. Here's an older guy says, looking at my wife and says, wow, look, yeah. here's an attractive woman. He still has it. Just an old ball buster. Yeah. Is what that what I, guy yeah. is. I loved it, actually. Did Just you tell like, your wife? Yes. 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 So, she, yeah, uh, hey, she, honey. She heard the compliment. This old guy. Yeah. He wants you. You know? Yeah. Fla- flash him, honey. <laughs> Go ahead. Right here in the Wawa parking lot. Yeah. Old people really do. Um, 
And I guess you get to a certain point, man, where you just don't care. Yeah, and you get away with it, too, of course. Yeah, because what was... Because uh, I would never take offense to that. I, I was very complimentary of my wife. What did the, the World War II vet, his game wasn't very strong anymore because he's talking to my mom and, uh, and, and like, he keeps saying how beautiful she is, right? Uh, that was probably a big game back then. Probably big game, right? And he's like, he's like, yeah. You know how, and then he goes right from like, oh, you're so beautiful to, you know, you get rid of wrinkles. <laughs> and he goes, you don't have any, but if you ever do, preparation H. Okay. Oh, yeah, but they go on your ass. It's, yeah, oh, I know what you're doing. I'm like, there. all right, Ed, maybe yeah. it's time we go back. You want to watch the Phillies? Maybe it's time we go back in like the I room. Said, something they would have in common, you know, but he was very complimentary too. Your wife, your, your, your mom does not have wrinkles. It's yeah. Very nice. Yeah. 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 yeah, but here's the best part was uh, she, she had chipped the, her front tooth. So she's missing a tooth. And I'm like, I mean, you know, he even gets over her missing a tooth. Oh, look at that. You yeah. It's like past her imperfections. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it looked like she got into a fight with Mike Tyson. Beauty uh, is in the eye of the beholder. I guess. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Old people. Yeah. It's fun. Oh, and, and, yeah. And old people will also be very mean. I, I, I have found that, that they, they, you start to lose sense that, that, that sensibility. Crotchety. Yeah. yeah, I, I feel I like they don't, they don't care what people think but of the, them. But they will say things, man. And my mom does this. She will say things to cut you down. Opinionated. And yeah. and go, like, like, like my mom has no problem calling me fat. Yeah. Like, she, no problem. She, I'll, I'll walk in and she's like, oh, you look like you put on some weight. <laughs> like, I was like, you're missing a tooth there, old hag. <laughs> Everybody, uh, thanks for those calls today. They're always welcomed on the show. Glad we're all a part of it. Stay there. We'll kick off that rock block on this two for Tuesday. It's 1.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning When you're show. smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. I'm over. Smiles with you. Smiles and when you're laughing, when you're laughing oh, you're laughing, oh, you're laughing. Mm, when the sun comes shining through, shining through. when you're crying, when you're you bring on the rain, on stop the your shine, won't you be happy again, happy again. when you're smiling, keep on smiling, and the world will smile. I know, you guys are awesome. I love looking at you guys on my way to work. She's like, yeah, yeah, warm it up, Chip. And I'm like, I'm about to. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. How you doing? Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? Vegas, I'm trying to... Oh, God. Is it my radio, or are you only broadcasting in mono? Joe Biden! This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!